So I had to sit in the bed for three days with a collapsed lung and they could do nothing but give me Tylenol and Percocet and drugs to make me go out of my mind. But every time the devil came into my room, I called on the name of Jesus and I found out it's either to me or not to me. And you can't try to fix it at the last moment. You can't try to get faith when the bullet is coming by your door. You can't get faith when the baby that fell out and you're having a miscarriage. You need to be in God or either you are not in God. But there is no middle ground. child is addicted to porno is just going to go away. The devil is not satisfied with that. He wants to destroy you, your family. I want you to know revival is not coming. It's here, but it's on you to activate it. And revival doesn't start with unholy people. If your mama and your daddy won't live right, but you want revival, you live right. God will honor you. I make no apologies for my tears because I'm sick of burying kids. And there are a lot of dead walking among us. They're cold and callous in their heart. They can care less about the scriptures. They can care less about church. They can care less about singing in the choir. But if you invite them to the party, they're ready to go. If you tell them they're going to the mall, they're asking for money. You tell them to put something in church, they steal it. We look for numbers in church, but I want you to know Jesus turned the known world up, known world upside down with twelve. I'm not looking for numbers now. I'm looking for people who will live right. If you can't live right, I don't want you by me. My grandmother used to say, "Watch out for that boy. He janky." I get it now. I get it. Oh, I get it. When you hang around with with, with cursed people. Some of the stuff in your life started looking like it's cursed. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It's just the people you're spending time with. The reason you vacillate between the idea of staying saved and living saved and giving God your all is because your friends vacillate. They go in between ideas. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And you want to know why our young people are so unstable? Because you're no longer picking their friends. You got to go back to picking their friends, mama, and telling them, no, that child don't mean you no good. That's not your friend. She not your friend. He not your, no, he can't come in my house. And if you're not bold enough, you don't deserve a house, so stop praying for one. How are you going to ask God to bless you with something and then you move a cursing? God, give me a truck. God, give me a car. God, give me a house. God said, God, give me your heart. Now, I don't care if you're young or old, you get that. Bible says don't let a man expect anything from God if he's double-minded. He acts not in faith. He acts miss. And James is telling us here not to be hearers only. In verse 22 he says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. For you deceive yourselves. I want you all to know, you can deceive yourself. 
You can trick yourself, young people, into believing you're, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. But that's some prerequisites to Christianity. You better believe it. You can't live life like a, hey, Amber, you can't live life like a hellion and do what you want and think everything going to be all right. Oh, he said hellion in church. Your child cuss. I see him on Facebook. Shut up. Mother, I get it. Oh, we can't talk about that. No, we, we going to talk about that. Until we get bold enough to start talking about these kids and letting them know you can't do whatever you want in the kingdom. And it's good that you can't because there is no good thing in the flesh. The flesh will have you out at midnight when you're supposed to be in the house at 10. Have you busting U-turns in the middle of, uh, uh, what's, what's the street over here, Jerry? Just give me one of these streets. State Street, how you busting U-turns in the middle of State Street looking for some, where she go, where she go, dog? You're just a hearer, but you're not a doer and you are deceived if you believe you can live any kind of way and still come to church and everything going to be all right. It ain't going to be all right. Not in this life, nor the life to come. They used to scare us and tell us about you going to hell. Well, I got news to you. Hell can come right now. You know what hell is? You know what makes, hey, you know what makes hell so bad? Gods are not there. I could be in hell if God was with me. Ask the thief on the cross. He says, hey, when you get to where you're going, remember me. Jesus says to him, this day you're me in paradise, you don't hear him say nothing else. <laughs> he just go ahead and die. He don't even mess up his own blessing. He don't even talk no Some of y'all talk too much. This ain't no Michael Jackson tribute, but you need to start with the man in the mirror. I know some of y'all mourning over Prince. Get over it. Oh, he's so rude. No, you're so trapped. Oh, I can feel it. I can, I can just feel them old, old, old. Oh, no, I ain't talking about Prince. I'm going to talk about you. You thought I was going to go into some Prince rant? Nope, we're going to talk about you. Because you're deceived. If you can sit down under the word of God and come in and go home and cuss your mother out and not obey, you're deceived. Then you got the audacity to get your nappy head self on Instagram and talk about your own mama. And then she let you keep an Instagram account and she paid the phone bill. Who, who the fool? Brother, what are the big chairs? We need the big chairs up when you're talking like this. The big chairs need to be up. You can be deceived. And I want you to start investigating right now. The man of God started off and said, who loves Jesus? Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandment. James come back and say the same thing. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. And the church has done a real good job at telling you what to do, but we've done a, a real sad, poor job at telling you how to do it. How do I be a doer of the word? Point one, you got to know the word. Well, how am I supposed to know the word? Don't nobody teach me. Bust them out. When you go to science school, you ain't learning nothing. You ain't teaching me nothing. I didn't get that. Could you do that over? See, I'm going to empower young people. You're not going to sit up and just tell them anything no more. No. They're going to raise their hands tomorrow, uh, this Sunday, this Sunday morning. You're going to be down there teaching. They gonna... Don't get scared. Get in your work. 
Because when you get in your word, you can convey to them what they are to do with the word and how do they live out the word. You just can't keep pointing out their sin and you not show them in the word. And hear me, young people. Facebook ain't in the Bible. Okay? So don't be like, well, mama, that ain't in no Bible. Don't be stupid. Ava, help me preach this thing, girl. It ain't in the Bible. Well, my mind, where they gonna find that in the word? See, y'all got too much talk back. Ooh, I remember Elder Cornette, you talked back before you could get the first syllable out, you were slapped in the mouth. Your head was on a Yes, ma'am. You were saying yes, ma'am, when no, nobody even asked you no question. Yes, ma'am. You was adjusting your vision. Y'all done let the state tell you you can't do that no more. Move out of Wisconsin then. Still come to church in Wisconsin. <laughs> but just going. When I lived in Kenosha, my son, I told, I, I told my daughter, my son, when I lived in Kenosha, I told my daughter, I said, listen, I know you got up here in that old spirit that can't whoop your kids and jumped on you, but let me tell you, I still got connections in Illinois. We're going to drive across the border, beat you, let you get healed, and then you come on back. Anybody who know me know I'm not lying. And you see the laughter stop? <laughs> She's not deceived. And I don't want you young people to be deceived. Coming to church is not enough. Participating in dance ministry and singing, not enough. You have to become responsible for the knowledge of God so that you can be a doer as well as a hearer. When was the last time you thought about somebody? Your parents got to wait all the way to Christmas to try to get you to think about somebody else. Well, we're not going to let the whole list be about you. Get rid of the list. Just go do something for somebody else. Oh, but you, oh, you're going to lose school points with your kids now. You want to be their friend. <laughs> There's a distinct difference between my mama and my friends. That line is so blurred now. Y'all deceived. Your mama ain't got to be your best buddy. And if she lets you sin, she definitely ain't your best buddy. I want your parents to start thinking about the, 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 the frailty of life. Tomorrow is promised to no man. If your child depend on you for everything, you have become their God. What happens when you die? I was a youth pastor for years, praise God, for Cameron Logan who replaced me, praise God. He got to deal with that now, but I was a youth pastor for years. And I had to deal with children who were mourning their parents. And they lost it because they had no direction. Their mom was a buddy. See, my mama taught me how to cook, how to clean, how to sew. If she would have went on the left, I'd have been all right. I'd have missed her. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd have missed my mama. But I wasn't going to be hungry. I wasn't going to be standing in front of the microwave saying, now, what does this do? I wasn't going to be looking at the stove, pushing it like it's a laptop. Some of y'all get to the oven, don't even know how to turn it on. You're doing it like it's an iPad. This thing don't work. Because you're ignorant. You don't know nothing. Why girls don't know how to cook, but they know how to do their makeup? The priorities are off. You look good, but you ain't good. 
You don't even bathe. I'm going to look over here. You are deceived. If you know how to look better than you are, you're deceived and you are a deceptive person. Me and my wife got a little slogan. I'm going to look down because I don't want none of y'all think I'm talking about y'all. Y'all ever seen them big people get on Facebook with their picture skinny? <laughs> now you know they be. But when they're on Facebook, they got that Kim Kardashian angle. Oh, they, 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 wait, 10, 9, 8, 7. Tighten up. We got a term we call tricking them. They on that tricking them. Somebody meets you and say, walk right by you. You look like her. <laughs> Why? Because we are majoring on minor things. Our kids are learning how to be deceptive in church. We're telling them, get up there and dance, get up there and sing, and we're not telling them they got to live it. Well, you got to let the children grow. You're teaching them how to grow in deception. And when they become adults, they're real good at it, and we got to deal with them on auxiliaries. Well, we've been doing it this way all my life. Well, the problem is you've been doing it that way all your life. All right, I mean, I want these people to come back Sunday morning. Jesus. Point two, you need more memory. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. That's a mirror. For he beholdeth himself and goeth away and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he is or was. To be a hearer and not a doer is to say, oh yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Okay. Wait. Why you can't remember who you are? Why you having an identity crisis? Because you are here only. The reason your sexuality is confusing is because you don't know who you are in the word. The reason your masculinity is out of proportion is because you don't know who you are in the word. The reason you want to wear boy clothes and you are a girl but you still like boys, you don't know who you are in the word. You young and just got married, but you want out because you look at the Bible and then you put the Bible down. You never let the Bible instruct you on how to live. And until we put our Bibles into our face and says, this is the law of God. This is how I must live. Until you do that, you will always struggle with who you are. So yeah, my point is you need more memory. You got to remember your mother had an option to abort your tail, but she didn't. When you came out the womb, contrary to the law, if you had a penis, you were a boy. If you had a vagina, if you had both of them, you needed surgery. Hopefully they picked the right one. But in the case they didn't, you still can find out who you are in God's word. You said, well, pastor, you just, you insensitive. No, the problem is, too many, it's too much sensitivity going on today. You can't say nothing to nobody no more. 
Y'all up here chewing this gum. I wish y'all was in church when they was young. When they was young, y'all was chewing that gum. Baby, they had these, they have a Bible in one hand. What, give me some tissue. What a tissue? They just come by and just start grabbing y'all jaws like to just. Mother, am I lying or I tell the truth? I'm telling the truth. They sit up here about to blow bubbles on. But they, but, but they, now watch this. Now it didn't feel like love. It didn't feel like they was loving on me. They had signs in the church that said, if you must talk, talk to the Lord. They had an usher come out with white gloves on, one hand behind the back, creep up on you like a pimp. Get that gum out your mouth. And pastor don't have to break his stride. He can keep on preaching. You need to remember that. The problem is that's not in you. Because they let you come to church and do what you want. Stop chewing that gum. Before I can give me a white glove. Jerry, give me some, give me some uh, tissue. I'm, I'm embarrassing. I'm embarrassing. There you go. Throw it on up here, sister. We got to stop letting kids smack gum in, in the... Jerry trying to preach and they up here blowing bubbles. No, uh-uh. I got it. Uh-uh. Get that gum out your mouth. Here. Come on. Get it. Uh-huh. Here, just in case you get, just in case you get stupid. You, 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 you say. You say. I ain't scared of you. Did you have some gum? See, that's what they do now. They try to punk you out. She's smiling now because I'm, I'm hard too. Oh, you know you can't say nothing to them no more. No, they need some whoopings. All them folk clapping, ain't none of them gonna go home and whoop their kids. You heard, they're gonna be quoting me. You heard what Pastor said. And that kid gonna stand up on you. you gonna, now, you heard what Pastor said, though. Just steal off of them. Bah! Pastor, try it, just try it. <laughs> just all you, listen, all you gotta do is try it one time, mama, just, bah! girl, you don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> She'll speak in tongues. You Then get her to church. She go to cutting up. You need more memory. You need the word of God in you in many subjects. Don't just major on baptism and doing your part. I'm in the youth choir, so I just read about choir. No. You can't be loaded down with singing. You're imbalanced. The Bible says God chasing them that he loved. You say, man, this man sounds violent. No, I'm not violent. I just believe in what my mama used to say. Stay in a child's place. Amen. You know why that's good? It's safe. Because when you have children living like adults, they can't carry the weight of adulthood, so they start taking on responsibilities that's got them acting grown. And they're not ready for all of that. Your six-year-old shouldn't be shopping for pumps. Oh, girl, she look fine. She, them heels on fleek on my baby. No, your baby look like a little prostitute, and we just need to remind you of the Bible. Oh, y'all don't, oh, don't get it. Y'all don't realize, young ladies, that the, that the culture is taking y'all to a place of sexuality that most of y'all ain't ready for. And the boys are going there, too. And so they get so riled up in the testosterone versus your uh, estrogen. You haven't matured. Well, you have matured to a place where you can be a, a, a mother. But a boy, his brain ain't developed yet. So he don't have a sense, so he's just going to take it. That's right. And it's your fault. 
And you say, well, you can't say it's my fault. No. Collectively, you walking around at 12 years old looking sexy. A boy is not as smart as you at 12. I'm okay with that today. That would have been a time I'd have said, you know, I'm a boy. But we do dumb stuff as boys. So you're going to put your baby out there to look sexy for a dummy. We need more memory. We need to remember what it took for mama and them to get ahead. Oh, you know I almost went there, Cam. You could feel it, didn't you? Oh, you, oh, you can feel it, don't you? I'm, 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 I'm going to see you passing that. I calmed down on some point. I'm not going there, John. I, see, I feel you, John. Your mother didn't sleep around to get her job. She worked and was promoted. You don't sex your way to the tops, my little sister. You don't sex your way to the top, my little brother. Because when you get there, you're going to get evicted because you have no skills. And the next person that's sexting, they're going to get the job. We need more memory. We need to remember that God is the one who delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of Egypt. We need to remember that. Forty years they stayed in the wilderness. Why? Because they were hearers and not doers. And you want to know why we got so much killing going on? Here it is. Revival is about to happen. That's going to take us from where we've been for 40 years to where God has been trying to get us to. But there's some people that had to die. See, y'all go out there and put them balloons up. You know that boy wasn't no good. They killed May May. No, no. This is the way it should be read. They killed May May before they killed before May May killed them. I ain't mourning. No, ain't no rest in heaven. The devil is a lie. If May May ain't saved, sanctified, set apart, May May ain't gonna open his eyes to hell. I don't care how many balloons they put on the fence, how many teddy bears and uh, candles they burn, that ain't going to get you in. And y'all black folks need to stop doing that stuff because you ain't Catholic. <laughs> Building shrines for people that's on their way to hell. See, to the Catholic, when they build that altar, they're giving that person sainthood. They're worshiping them. So we're just going to go and make up a plaque and then we're going to go put some balloons and some flowers down over there. No, you're making a shrine and you're worshiping. But I don't think of it like that. Don't care how you think. The problem is you don't know nothing. You ain't got no memory. You don't know the word. So you don't know what you're doing. Do you know what more you all know? Jeez. I had a man called God a killer, a killer elder the other day. He said, your God is a killer. I said, no, he ain't. For years you've heard how evil God was, young people. Let me tell you all about God. Can I tell you all about God? I'm going to step up here. I see who I want to use tonight. Come on. You know I was going to use you. Come on. You're going to be the devil. Come on. Come on. Come on, brother. This is my little brother I haven't seen in 10 months. I'm so happy to see him. Come on. Come on up here. Walk on up here, you pastor, pastor Cameron. Get on up here. Get on up here, Chip. Stand right there. You're going to be the devil. 
Satan in heaven, not thinking about God in the presence of God, David, says to God, I will exalt my throne above yours. The people will worship me. I will liken unto the most high. They will bow down. He did this in God's face. You hear me? I'm talking to you, God. God. He did that to God. See, I represent God because I got on white. He represents the devil because he got on black. <laughs> it, look, it look black. See, Satan always trying to deceive. Don't they look black? Amen? It's blue. See, that's the devil. You got to watch out for him. Because it's blue. <laughs> so, 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 Satan stands up in full pride in the face of God. And instead of God destroying him, he repurposes him. God a killer? There is nothing you've done worse than what Satan did, and God let him live. And you think he wants to kill you? He says to Satan, my man, go to hell. <laughs> but not only that, not only that, I know y'all got it because y'all be cussing. See, something that was cussing. I, didn't, I wasn't cussing, that's what God said. Jesus said, behold, I... I Behold, I saw uh, Satan fall as lightning, right? When God sends Satan to hell, he doesn't even strip him of his authority. He says, you got authority over that. And you think God wanted to destroy you because you fornicated? Or you had a child out of wedlock? Hear me. You need more memory. Because God wanted you dead, you would already be dead. You should be worshiping because all the things you got away with, all the things your mama don't know, your daddy don't know, your cousin them don't know, all of that stuff. The old saints say, he didn't have to let me live. He didn't have to let me live. I'm glad to be in the service one more time. Why? Because I got one more time to hear a word to straighten out my whole life. And I'm saying to you young people, I'm saying to you parents, you need more memory. You need to remember who God really is and stop letting the world tell you who God is. Stop letting people tell you you're too judgmental. No. No, I'm not. I can't condemn you into hell, but I can tell you when you're wrong. Y'all letting folks tell you you can't judge no more. That's off. The Bible says, and in controversy, you'll use my word as a standard. Stop conforming. They're robbing you. They've told you that your God is mean. He's not. He's loving. He's caring. In, in, in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Let me give you a revelation for all you preachers in the house. The Holy Ghost literally regenerates, regenes. He gives you a new DNA structure that death ain't even on. They that are in Christ shall not see death. Why? The Holy Ghost has washed death out of your genome. You don't have to worry about dying. All you got to worry about is to be or not to be. Death is no longer in my DNA. So yeah, tears ran down my face while I told that story of being in the hospital. But all the while I knew death ain't in my DNA. So I wasn't afraid. And so when the medication had me multi-personality and I come, come all crazy. Oh, I was about five or six different people. I didn't give you some drugs in Tennessee. I don't know. I mean, 
Man, they gave me some stuff. Elder had me. Woo, woo. They gave me that Percocet. They told me this going to hold you over for 16 hours. I said, my God. I was seeing stuff. <laughs> then I heard a woman. Brother Tony, I heard a woman down because I was in ICU. This woman hollered. Oh! I said, in the name of Jesus, death you shall not come out of my dwelling. My wife said, would you stop? I said, no, she ain't gonna stop. Go stop off. <laughs> I was sweating. I was hot. Then I was cold. They had a fan on me. Every time that woman holler, I just jump up, start quoting scripture. They that hunger and thirst, they shall be filled. Fill me up, Lord. Because why? Other part of their testimony, I didn't tell y'all I had not eat from, I did not eat from Wednesday until Wednesday. I went through all of that on a fast. Because I told God Wednesday, from now until I know what's going on in my body, I will not eat nothing else. And day one, I started fasting. I stopped taking that Zeroto. And, and by day four, I was in the hospital. And they was finding out what was going on. And it was an atheist telling me, I got you. The Bible says that he'll make your enemies be at peace with you. That little Asian man didn't want to hear nothing about God. But he was the first doctor out of 80 emergency rooms that found out what the problem was. They had diagnosed me with a pulmonary embolism in May. But the truth of the matter is I had pneumonia from May all the way into July. And it went untreated. Plus, I was on a blood thinner. I know, I know what God can do. In the minute that the old enemy come in and try to tell me it ain't working, it ain't worth it, I say, hey, homie, you, it's too late. You, you're a day late and a dollar short. I'm already persuaded. You ain't going to get me with that. Ain't no booty that fine. Oh, y'all act like I don't see fine. I got a fine wife. But when I think about what I said at the altar, for sickness and health, richer for poor, better or worse, Till death do us part. I understood that God would be me. So I don't sit up and watch uh, the Kardashians. I, I, I'm not going to turn them on. I don't want to watch no housewives that ain't real wives. That's just some food. That's some real deception, ain't it? We the housewives of this country. We the housewives. Then you get on there and say, this is the girlfriend of. So then you dummies putting wifey on your thing. I'm wifey. No, you getting used. Did he just call the saints dummy? Nope, saints ain't dumb. But hearers only. Go figure. Because it's dumb to come to church for all the hours we come to church and not obey. We here all week long. It don't make sense not to live right all this time you've been. You might as well just stay at home. You might as well turn up. Because you've been turned up. <laughs> We're going to turn some dirt over on you. James 125, but whosoever looketh into the perfect law, that's the word of God of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. God's way is the perfect map to real freedom. The more I watch you young people, hey Vicky, big brother misses you. The more I look at you young people, there's this cry to be free. I just wish I could get out of my mama's house. I just wish I could have my own car. I just wish I had my own clothes. I don't want to share with my brother. I want to share with my cousin. I'm sick of wearing hand-me-down. See, the problem with that is, if that's God's will for your life and you embraced it, thank you makes room for more. Yeah. 
The very thing you're trying to get free from is the very thing God is using to bless you, but you're trying to get out of it. So you're saying, God, would you bless me with your little silly self? And then God said, yeah, I'm going to put you on punishment. <laughs> now you can't go. Y'all always trying to hold me back. I can't do nothing. What you want to do? I know y'all hot. See, some of y'all sweating harder than others because that's hell coming out of you. That's the devil coming out of you. I got on a, a shirt, a t-shirt, and a jacket. You don't see me fanning. Some of y'all hot like, yeah, that's Jesus. He moving on you. Don't try to hide now. I can feel you trying to put the fan down. I'm just going to look up here. We already know it's you. Do y'all remember when the old saint said sin got a scent? Y'all remember that? The older I get, the more I understand what they were saying when they said, I could smell sin on you. I used to try to put breath mist and things in, spray that old. Some of y'all, listen, you can't put enough Axe spray on sin. You can't, listen, <laughs> to somebody with a real spirit of discernment, listen, you could go bathe in perfume. It still stink. I'll never forget when I, when, it was a woman with cancer who taught me, she said, she said, you somebody in God, son. I walked into my barbershop. And I said, man, didn't I ask you to take out? That was my little buddy, Quayle. I said, Quayle, didn't I ask you to take out the garbage? He said, man, I took out the garbage. I said, man, don't go and buy no more fish. This room too small. And I just kept talking about fish, kept talking about fish. I said, stank. I had a new client, never been there. And she just said, oh, I said, man, well, I'm so sorry. You, I didn't come in, I'm just going off. Come on over. She came over. She said, baby, turn me around. I said, huh? And as she sat in my chair and I turned her around and cut her hair, she said, you somebody in God. She said, none of them smell what you smell. I said, I said yeah, I don't stink to you. She said, you. she said, you don't have no idea what you smell. I said, well, what is it? <laughs> and she pulled up her shirt. I said, whoa, sister. <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't like that. But she pulled up her shirt. And all of this was gone. She pulled back the gauze, and there was a hole where I could see down to her insides. She says, baby, I got stage four cancer. And the fact that you can smell it says you're somebody in God. Would you pray for me? They told me I got hours to live. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at lungs and tissue, and I'm looking at it. And I smelt it. And she smiled and said, pray for me. She lived two weeks longer after that prayer and got her affairs in order. And I knew from that moment. I said, God, use every one of these senses you want to. Because this is real freedom. That when you can walk in the room and you're the only black, non-degree joker and you're getting paid more than everybody else and you got the confidence of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh. They called me last week. We want you to come back. This is at the, say, we want you to come. I'm not bragging, I'm bragging on God. They said, we want you to come back and want you to be a speaker. I said, well, what, what, what you going to pay me? I said, I live in Nashville now. They said, we'll pay you $75. Uh, they said, we'll pay you $700. We just need you for 45 minutes. I said, I'm going to book my flight right now. I'll come. <laughs> I will fly one hour on a $58 ticket to go get $700. Yes, I will. <laughs> sure did. Book that flight. I will be back in Illinois next Thursday. Yes, I will. I walked onto a campus of the number one Christian school in the state of Tennessee. My wife was hired there. I went over there to volunteer. Six months later, they said, we need to create a position for you. Would you be the campus pastor? Why, of course I will. <laughs> Why? Because God's way brings real freedom. 
I'm free to love. I'm free to dance. I'm free to sing. And you know what? I'm convinced when I look at my little niece, when I look at Laura and she up here dancing, that's real freedom. Every time y'all do that to me, every time I preach somewhere, y'all let her dance, she, she start crying and get me all messed up. I have to sit down. But that's real freedom because she's not regretting anything she done evil. Could you imagine your tears being tears of joy versus tears of sorrow and repentance? Ain't you tired of crying? Tears of repentance? When you gonna get enough? Every time you go before the Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry. Every time? Once a month. <laughs> Some of y'all worse than the welfare check. You show up for a half a service and they can't keep you off the altar. Oh, God! You ain't free. You bound. And at some point, you got to look into God's perfect word. Why is God's word perfect? Somebody shoot. Why do you think God's word is perfect? Watch this. This is going to be beautiful. Go, girl. Because God is perfect. I love that. His word came from a perfect place, therefore it is perfect. Keep on. That's a real good one. I like that. Somebody else. Why is God's word perfect? Come on, somebody try. See this? You see this in church? Who died yesterday? Look at that. All your friends. And the rest of y'all lying. Y'all want to say it. You caught your tongue. You bit your tongue in your mouth. Your mouth bleeding out the corner. Your mouth full of blood. <laughs> you know Prince, but you can't answer. Why is God's word perfect? What? Stop hiding behind that woman half. Let me see your face. Go. I saw your hand. It's beautiful. Somebody else. Why is God word perfect? I felt like a hippie when you said that. I almost said groovy, man. <laughs> yeah, that was deep. But it's right. You're right. Can I, can I get. Oh, go ahead, Lord. You make me sick. <laughs> Your purity is just ridiculous. That's the answer Uncle D was looking for. What make God's word perfect is this. It's tried and proven to be true. Not only is it just true, but it's been tried. The word perfection comes as a result of mining. So they find the diamonds. It, it, it's imperfect. It's a rock. Right? But after mining it, they pull it out. Then they put heat to it. They put chisel to it, kind of like that sketch y'all done, right? And then they put it under a microscope to see if it has any flaws. If it has any flaws, it's thrown out. But based on its clarity and its cut, now we can say this diamond is perfect because it lacks flaws. There's no sin in it. God's word has been proven. To be true. So I'm saying to you young people, don't be stupid. It's already been proven that God's way is the way to true freedom. 
leaving your mother's house before it's time is not freedom. I made that mistake for you. Left home at 17. I thought I was the coolest thing in the world. Nobody told me that 1993 was going to be a blizzard year. <laughs> Nobody told me that my girlfriend's two brothers was going to be crackheads. And the heat was going to be a kerosene heater. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me that you could use a windowsill as a refrigerator. And my mama around the corner, she got heat on. They walking around with pajamas. I'm sitting here watching TV, doing my mouth like this so that the cold, you know that, that froth when you, you're in the cold? I'm doing like this so I can watch TV, but that's over here. I'm breathing like a smoker. Because I was in a cold house because I left home before it was time. Real freedom ain't finding the perfect boy. That could be bondage. In more ways than one. These Negroes been watching Fifty Shades. They might try to tie you up. You won't, you won't worship God. <laughs> but this joker got... He got your ankles tied up. Oh, God. He got your wrists tied down. You can't move. <laughs> lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands to church. No, I ain't doing that. I got a boyfriend. Cut them lights out and tie your tail up. Have you in the chicken wing. <laughs> that ain't freedom. And we laugh. But to somebody, that ain't funny. To somebody in the room, that happened to me, pastor. And you insensitive. Nope, you were out of position. You was trying to get free in love. When the Bible says that God is love. The Bible gives a, the Bible gives a true breakdown of what love is. I understand this generation, and I'm, I'm talking to all y'all, when I look at you, you're so beautiful, you're just, just gorgeous. Y'all young girls, don't let nobody be punching on you. Amen. All right, stop clapping. Stop clapping. I, I, I ain't mean to be rude. You, you did good, sister. You did good. No, no, no apologies. I just, I just heard something from the Lord. Hear me. I, I really did. And I'm going to look straight ahead. Some of you older women, you need to stop taking it too. Don't clap. Hear me, my sister. That's not God's will for your life. God didn't kill Satan. That's love. When man died in the Old Testament, it was I'm trying to make sure I phrase it right. It wasn't because God wanted him dead. It was because God had set a law in place that if you break this law, the consequence is death. It's the sequence of sin in the Old Testament. But God so loved the world that now if you sin, there is grace. Because where sin abound, grace much more abound. So now, if God reversed the order of the law, how you going to let some joker beat you up because you came home 20 minutes late? Or you looked at that dude in the mall. Well, I don't, who, who, who got your phone? 
Ain't you tired of cell phone bills? New, new cell phones? New contracts? Ain't you tired of hiding black eyes? Wounds? Wrists? Bruises? And if you're not tired, get free in God's word. Because he says, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If you would do what God is saying, do, whatever you do will be blessed. And you say, God, I just want, I want to be blessed. I'm going to show you something about God. He's merciful. And he wants to revive you. He wants to give you life again. Psalms 103, that's why I was laughing at you earlier. He's talking about Psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. See there? You need more memory. This is David, who was a chief sinner. Had a man killed for his wife. Who, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who healeth all thy disease. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfied thy mouth with good things. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. The Lord will defend you, my sister, my brother, the Lord is defending you now. It's how you made it here to this service to hear what I'm saying. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. This is during the period of the law. David knew something everybody else didn't know. That's why David got away with as much as he did. But what David was not is a repeat offender. You never see what God has to tell David or correct him about the same thing. Don't be repeat offenders. He will not always chide, or in other words, correct, or, or, or rebuke, or beat. Neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgression from us like as a father that pitieth his children so the Lord pitieth them that fear him for he knoweth our frame and he remembered that we are dust God knows you and he's saying tonight it's all about one thing to be or not to be I'm not going to ask you to do the normal church thing we bring you to the altar you fall out and get up and live the same way. No! Stop lying in church. But if you know what I'm saying is true about you, you've been a hearer only and not a doer, you should sit in that seat and say, God, I'm sorry. I'm truly sorry. Because I haven't even seen death. I don't even think about it. And if I die tonight, I would be lost.